back to this very special episode of Back Chat. I'm Krista. Are you sure you're not Dolly Parton? <laughs> Happy birthday to Brian. It's Brian's birthday. It is. Yes. And nobody told me that Dolly Parton was making a guest appearance. That was not so much Dolly Parton. I don't... Dolly Parton is such a, like, ha- like hat voice, y'all. Like, na 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 you know? She's got a pretty dynamic range, though. <clears throat> that I wasn't felt quite like there, the, but... there was a little Dolly-esque moment. Dolly? I felt at like the very beginning. Combined with... Probably a little bit like country classic. Oh, I felt country classic. Really, I was. And then at the like... end, there's opera at the end. Yeah, little yeah. opera at mm-hmm. the end, especially with the hand gesture that everybody can't see, but yes. there was definitely an yes. operatic. So it was very uh, an operatic. It's a presentation. This is a gift to you. Yeah. So this is my only birthday present to you. I mean, I was gonna say I'm kind of sad there's no cake. Yeah. On the table in front of me Sorry right about now. That. Yeah. There um, is. Um... Do you think candles when you blow them out would be like a cool ASMR experience? Ooh, I bet you it would. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. Blow the candles out because you know how the flame makes a little pop at the end when you blow it out. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. You know what we should do, Brian? What? We should do a special episode of Backchat on our anniversary in April. So our our actual, our uh, our Backchat thing here is a Taurus. It is a Taurus. It's a Taurus. So on our Taurus Backchat birthday, yeah. we will film us eating cake with our mm. hands just kidding i don't know okay hey, it's going a little like bit that. more okay. um and and um it'll be a rainbow confetti cake okay with like cinnamon vanilla icing just oh. like a dunkaroo okay and um, now can it be filled can we have like custard in the cake yes okay good yes and we can be... do the asmr of like, blowing out the candles if, if you're not going to fill a cake with something gtfo yeah. i don't want the cake Oh, really? Yeah, like a filled. It has to be because otherwise it's too dry. The icing is not enough well, for me. Really? Not I need the, more. Even if it's a moist a cake. cake? Yeah. A moist cake. Well, if it's a moist cake, it'll generally have like a richer icing though, like a cream cheese icing, right? Um, but just like no, you give me a regular birthday cake that doesn't have vanilla filling, I'm out. Really? Yeah. So okay. I'm, glad, I'm glad we're having All this right. chat now. I'm me actually, too. I'm glad you didn't bring me a cake today. You know, if I did bring you a cake, it would be a good cake. Yeah. And also, I don't remember what I was going to say because I'm an air sign. And speaking of air signs, we have a very special guest on the show today. We're very excited to have him on, little Stuart. Little Stuart. Welcome to the show. (laughs) And if you don't know who Stuart is, because Brian never says his name on the podcast because he wasn't sure if Stuart would be okay with that at the beginning. We're still not even okay or sure if he's okay with it now. But now here we are. Well, I've been exposed. Yeah. So yeah, he's been exposed. Been it's exposed. all good. But it's yeah. Brian's boo, which I yeah. think you usually say my boo um, on the show. I do, don't yeah. You? Or, or or my partner, yeah. my partner in crime. Yes. Call him Jake. Jake. Jake is a nickname that I've given him since day one. So cute. Yeah. How did that nickname even come about? Um, it's kind of a long story. Okay. Yeah, that involves a little bit more of his identity than we should oh. yeah, oh. chat about on a podcast. You make really? him sound so mysterious. Next thing you know, uh. he'll just be getting stuff mailed to him. Yes. And you know, like... Do you consider yourself a mysterious person? Oh, I try to be, especially with new people. You know, yes. I, I don't want to give them... Give it all away. Yeah, I don't want to give it all away. Yes. There and needs Stuart to be some here secrets. is an Aquarius, just like me, so... Um, he is. Yeah. This should be a very good episode then. So it will be it a very be a good episode. episode. Yes. yes, exactly. <laughs> I know, I'm surrounded by two Aquarians. Does it get better? No. It doesn't. One Libra, two Aquas. Right? Yeah, I feel like that could be a sitcom. No, no, no. An advice column, maybe? It could be. It could be. Yeah. But you know what it could also be? What? A reality show. Oh, wait. Oh, for sure. Backchat, the reality show. Would it be too. You'd need a Leo in there for the drama. Yeah, it would be too boring. Two Aquas and a Libra. We would be too harmonious all the time. 
I don't think it would that's be true, that great of television. I mean, it would be funny, but we'd, we'd need to throw a Leo in there for some drama and an oh, yeah. Aries for some punch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. some Aries. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, a Scorpio to get in there and just start Just every making, now and again. Make some alliances and then break them and just scuttle away. I think that sounds more like a Gemini. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds more like a Gemini to That me. was such a Libra thing to say. It sounds like Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it essentially is. Yeah. 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 Big like, Brother Vancouver edition. just reinvented Big Brother. Yeah. So should, we, should we just all apply to that show and be, and like shoot, pitch the, the idea and be like, this is what you need to do this whole season. Actually, that would be amazing if they based it all around star signs. Mm. That would be... Really that would get a lot of people's attention, I think. Oh my god, it would be a perfect wow! Yeah. No, you know okay. what? I'm uh, I said, that's my idea. Here's I said it here. You heard idea. it here first. You gotta pay it. You gotta pay me for it. <laughs> I don't know. Break out the cash because we're not yeah, giving things away cash. on the show anymore. No, we're not. We're, that train has yeah. left the station yeah. and crashed. Yeah. Giving There's things no, away. Oh yeah, we give away paint color names to Debbie Travis. Ideas. Oh, we have okay. Ideas. We have all sorts yeah. of stuff. So the giveaways yeah. have stopped. Yeah. Our intellectual property has a price tag. Yeah. Until we do a back chat giveaway, which hasn't happened yet, but will. No, I but see. we're going to be making some exciting back chat products in the future. Yes. Um, we can't really announce them yet, but yeah. just know that they're in the works. Yes, they're so, in the works. And if and you slide into our DMs, I haven't even been privy to this so no 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 it's exciting yes it's yeah. very exciting <laughs> so it's like the, huh? did he did not the, like that the side eye he just gave me yes. yeah I, so his eyes his little side eye he's famous for it oh he likes to roll his eyes and he likes to give me side eyes all the time I'm and, a big eye roller too. Yeah. I don't have to say a lot to get across how I feel. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. And there's sometimes like I'll play a joke on him where I know I'm going to get the look of like the glare. Yeah. And I'm so glad I'm actually just joking to get that reaction because when I get it in real life, <laughs> when I'm not time. prepared for it, yeah. it's devastating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, I, can't, you know, I can't even help it. And it just happens. You know, I have the same, the same problem. Problem? I don't know that it's really a problem, but I, would, I have, I do the same thing. I would say it's more of a gift. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I think know. you can like literally get across a million words just with the arch of an eyebrow. Oh, for sure. The squinting it, of an eye. Yeah, it can the get you into a eye. bit of trouble sometimes, but yeah, <sighs> whatever. Especially when you're trying to not let people know how you feel. But that's honest Aquarius for you. Oh, there yeah. You Brutal honesty. You read me like a book, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There is no uh, no mystery behind a lot of his reactions to stuff. Love it. Yeah. Obsessed. Mm-hmm. Well, um, should still, we hop into sponsors? Well, I'm still thinking about like um, Zodiac Big Brother. Yeah. For some reason. I just want to revisit that again really quickly. Oh, sure. If you could fill the house with one specific sign, oh. just one sign out of all oh. 12 of them, and the house was filled... With what sign would you pick to fill the house with if it wasn't a variety? Gemini. Oh, oh man. Do you, I feel like... A house, house full would... of Libras would be... I mean, no one would ever make a decision. That's it would what be, I mean. The show would, would be, be so endless. Obsessed. People would yeah. be yelling at the TV. <laughs> oh, my God. People would be so annoyed. Yeah. And, like, people would be like, I just feel like I have to be honest with you because I feel bad. And then they would go back and be like, I feel so bad because I just told this person everything you <laughs> told I'm me. so honest with them. And then yeah. they'd be sitting around and be like, you look really good. You look really good, too. Yeah. What should we have for dinner? I don't know. What do you want to have for dinner? Yeah. I don't know what you look good. And now this like, just sounds like the Kardashians. Uh, well, the, actually, Kim's a Libra. Oh, there you oh, go. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That would be why. It's true, though. Libras can never make decisions especially about food i know i've given up on asking do you oh yeah i have to make the decisions do you yeah and like do you find that sometimes if you go to a restaurant like and you want to get one thing it's like he has to match his order off of yours kind of like well i mean just if you mean get the same order then yeah does he oh yeah oh my god i don't actually order the same because you ordered it though we often we have (laughs) 
we have similar oh tastes, God, though, so we do. We do. We, uh, we have very thing. Like we yeah. will both look at a menu, and I'll know what I'm gonna have. And it's often that we've decided to have the same thing. Oh my god! That's how it works. Not, he just I'm, happens I'm to order last. First. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I order first quite often, though. I will have you know. You know what? Though I, the reason I'm saying this and the reason I'm allowed to throw this shade at you, Bri, yeah. is because I'm a Libra Moon and I do the same thing. Oh yeah. So and then I was at dinner with my dad and my stepmom, and he was like waiting to find out what she was having, and and she was like saying, "Oh, I think I might have the salad," and he was like, "But doesn't this look good?" And I was like, "I bet you you're a Libra Moon too." Yeah. And he was, he was, this is like the classic Libra sign. If you're ever wondering what someone's sign is and they won't tell you for some weird reason. Yeah. There's a lot of other for ways for you to, yeah, scope it out. Is there, is there, Jake? Oh, yeah. Right. My God. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Very true. You know, you just become a little investigation yeah. officer. Mm. Investigationologist. Mm. Investigationologist. <laughs> That's a good one. Investigationologist. Yeah. It's not our best work, but it, it's a newologist, and <laughs> it that's works. worth celebrating every time. Yes. So yeah, I don't completely agree with anything that both of you had to say. <laughs> of course Libras. not. However, um, I respect your right to say it. Oh my <laughs> Thank god! You. Thank you, Libra. You're welcome. You're very so, welcome. So fake sponsors. Do we have any? We sure do. Um, since we have a lovely guest on the show today, yes. I thought it would be really fun for Stuart to start with his fake sponsors. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna call you Jake because that sponsors. was weird. That was weird to say Stuart. Oh yeah. Jake, no, sorry about that. You called me Stuart yesterday. And you didn't like it. No, and I'm I like, got, what? I got, I got that look that we Yeah, I'm like, about. what's wrong? You thought you were in trouble. Yeah, all yeah. the time. Or like, yeah, there's some issue or like serious, you know? It's like don't yeah. use my real name. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's all rude. Jake. All Jake all the time. Okay. So Mr. Enjoy. Jake. What is your fake sponsor today? My fake sponsor? Something that I just love to put on my lips every okay. single day. Okay. Chapstick. <laughs> Cute. That was adorable. Yeah. Chapstick. chapstick. Okay. Yes. So yes. not all chapstick is good chapstick. This so is true. For me, true. the one thing that's always in my pocket all day long is mint flavored chapstick like by actual, chapstick. Yeah. The chapstick brand. Yes. Yeah. And I actually didn't really clue into that the brand was called Chapstick for quite some time because I just knew what the package looked like and I just grabbed it off the shelf. Right. But and you're like, it's Chapstick. It's actually Chapstick Mint, so yeah. it's the best. Yeah. Runner up, I suppose, would be Bird's Bees, which okay. everybody, you know, do you find it's tends the, to like. The cost but, is almost prohibitive with Bird's Bees, though. Yeah, when you can get two you, chapstick yeah. ones for like a dollar fifty, I'm yeah. all about that. So Unless especially since yeah. Unless there's a sale on the birds. Oh, it's true. And will have a yeah. good sale on the birds. And once in a chapstick, while. unfortunately, is one of those things that you can never use fully. Somehow, yeah. some way, yeah. it gets thrown in the laundry, thrown in the dryer. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Disappears. Even, a friend yeah. takes it. A yep. boyfriend, you yeah. know? Yeah. Something happens. It melts in your car. Oh, it, yeah. You know, I tried to put it on at work one day and it slipped out of my hand and rolled right under into Ugh. like a pile of dust and oh, i'm like well not worst. using that one again that's so, the so off that happened with, with the, the lid, lid off oh, so that's just that make, gives me goosebumps yeah. thinking about yeah. it. nasty at nasty. that point i'm like i'm not gonna be like on this dirty floor trying to like reach underneath the fridge yeah. i'm like you just get it, it. You just, yeah, yeah it the janitors can have yeah. that have you ever had one go through the dryer and completely yeah. melt uh, and yeah. go all over all your clothes and ruin your jeans you get little grease stains it looks like you had a bacon fight it's terrible yeah yeah you know what we'll get that out Shout. Shout. <laughs> Brian actually told me that because I had a giant grease stain on my favorite top. And he was like, you know what's going to get that out, sweetie? Shout. But and I was like, you have ah. to, I didn't know that. How did, how did you have to do it, though? Remember, there's a method to the madness. You have to spray it and you have to let it sit. Overnight. Overnight. Longer the better. Yeah. 
the longer mm-hmm. the better. And then wash again with hot, hot water, right? I think so. Yeah, as hot yeah, as it I gets, that was as hot as the was. fabric can handle. Yeah. yeah. And nine times out of ten, the stain should be... Shout it out! Yeah, especially <laughs> a guess, grease stain, though. Yeah. Grease, grease, very bad. Another tip kind of coinciding that would be it also would get out burger stains if you're... <laughs> I've had this happen too. Oh yeah, you're eating like a McDouble in your car while you're driving Mm -hmm. and the patties Mm -hmm. are just so juicy and Mm -hmm. it just drips onto your like light wash jeans and I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. It's just water. Sure enough, it actually stained. So I was kind of pissed off. That's definitely not water. (laughs) Yeah. I first met him and I swooped in with the the hot shout tip for him. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it was devastating. I'm like, I like these jeans and now I just ruined it because of this $2 burger. But why were you eating McDonald's in the car? I don't know. Usually I'm driving somewhere here or there See, to work. For me, McDonald's is like, if I'm going to have McDonald's, I'm going to like get McDonald's and sit like down. sit in my bed and like put on the Netflix or like YouTube or something and I have everything set up. And when the Uber Eats driver arrives, I am ready. Oh, so you get McDonald's through Uber Eats. Oh, yeah. Okay. How's your experience with uh, the quality of the food by the time oh, you actually get perfect. it? Perfect. It's so fast with McDonald's. Really? It comes so fast. But I live in the West End, so it's literally down the road. But you also told me that getting Uber Eats McDonald's is faster than actually going to McDonald's. Yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's it, crazy. Because I was like, the fries to me, I think, would be like limpy or nope. cold or. Nope. Oh. They're great. Wow. They're great. Well, they've I just mastered love it. that. Yeah, they have. They've mastered it. I highly recommend I've not tried it. I think that's the gateway order. You know? Yeah, once you do it, you there. always do it. Maybe. You mean like hey. once you've Uber Eats it? Yeah. I oh, think that's bitch. the gateway yes. order. It yeah. is. And it's all downhill. I haven't no, tried. I, I was going to suggest it last night. Really? Uber yeah, Eats? when we got home from the movie. Hmm. But I'm like, mm, maybe not. Maybe you should just cook something. <laughs> wow, yeah. you guys are so healthy. I know. Yeah. It's like 10.30 too. And we made green beans mm. and some grass-fed steak. With some wow. garlic. Yeah, All right. What's more Kitsilano than that, Go back right? to your sandwich, both of you. So actually, speaking of going back to things, let's go back to Chapstick. Because mm. that was a full-on yes. tangent. Well um, I, well, I have a question for you guys. Do you ever call it lip chap? Yes. I do. Well, I did. And when I did call it that, I got very funny looks. Because well, people really? are like, what is well, that? It's funny because your lips are chapped. So That's why do we call default it. to calling lip-chap. it lip chap? It doesn't chap your lips. Yeah, it unchap some lip unchap. Do you have any lip chap? Yeah, it's yeah. funny to call it that though. And you but know, that's, this is, yeah, that's what this me is and all a little cultural call. subtlety. And oh. I've noticed that like oh. a lot of people say this at a certain age or from certain locations. And I've not I've not done an extensive study on this yet okay. by any means. I'm very curious <laughs> to see just what... me being like a, um, an amateur wordologist. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, I've just noticed that lip chap is kind of it, it's here and it's there, but it's not a flat across the board term. But it is acceptable in most cases, and people will know what you're referring to, yeah. even though the like name lip balm or something, right? Yeah. I have but always called chap, it lip chap. Though. Do you yeah. mean lip chap? It's so funny. Maybe it's an American thing. Because, you know, the person I think who turned me on to saying lip chap, turned me on to saying lip chap. <laughs> Am I like 5,910? I can't say just... numbers. I don't know numbers. Don't ask me numbers. I'm not a numerologist, okay? Oh, anyway, uh, Elise is American and says lip chap. And oh. she also says, oh, what does she call the garbage? Something trash. weird. The trash. <laughs> That's something weird. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny when you're on a, on a Southwest Airlines flight and they walk by with a bag and they're like, trash, trash. trash. And I'm like, who are you calling trash? You're like, excuse yeah, me. Put that bag over your head, girl. Yeah, this is premium economy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I will have you know. And it was a free upgrade because I made it fuss. Um, so, yes, future yeah, sponsors. So that's, yeah, that's mine. 
I love it. That, I love it. Yeah, that was a great, that was a really good fake sponsor. You know what? And Not I, a bad first one, right? I do agree with you. Chopstick Mint is my favorite. It's by my bedside all the time. Yeah. Or the Menthol Burt's Bees. Those yes, are my two yes, favorites. Yes. And the Menthol Burt's Bees Anything that's like cooling like, and yes. refreshing. It can be the a bit worst, intense though. If, yeah. you, if your lips are too chapped, the Burt's Bees. Yeah. A little the too worst much. is when, you know, for some reason I don't have one at that moment yeah. and I ask my mom... And mm. she pulls out the cherry flavored one. The cherry cherry. And, and you're like, Mom, if you want to talk about this, me giving a dirty look, yeah. You know? I'm like, who still has these? I'm like, berry chapstick? Yeah. I, I would, I refuse. I and keep, I'm like, I'll just have chapped lips until I get home. I yeah. do keep a cherry chapstick handy as almost like comfort food for your lips. Emergency. Yeah, it's it's yeah. familiar and it's in an emergency. It's also comforting. It's true. You know, it's true. comfort food for your lips for sure. It's true. And it's like, yeah, the Katy Perry lyric, like you said earlier. The Skittle ones are also comfort food exactly. for your lips. Mm? The Skittles ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like little comfort oh, food yeah. Flavor. They chop they your lips. Great. They chop your lips. Yeah. They do more damage than good. Yeah. They but. do. So one more question. Do you guys feel like you need to put on some chopstick right now? Oh, all the My time. My lips are feeling like it now that we talked about it. Do you? It. Do you I'd feel that way? i to know if you're listening to this right now, if you actually have put chapstick on or lip Ooh. chap. Let us know. Let us know on our I, Instagram I really at backchat podcast. Okay, speaking of sticks, my future sponsor is also a stick. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did you find it outside? No. <laughs> There's it's lots also falling. a stick. Um, it is. So I have a coworker who has an online store called Bane Store. Okay. And it's like he makes like jujitsu clothes and stuff like that. And he has like a meme account and all that kind of stuff. Jujitsu clothing. Yeah, like clothes for to do jujitsu in. Yeah, what a niche market. Yeah. And mm. it's like really popular, really cool designs. I actually have uh, one of his hoodies. Okay. Because he's like you... also an artist. So he does like all the designs and stuff for it. Cool. What kind of like, yeah. well, we can get into this later, but I'm just really curious to see like jujitsu style, like art, like what like leggings and stuff like that. It's yeah. like athletic wear, but with really cool designs. Yeah. Do you look yeah. like a badass in your jujitsu hoodie? Yes, I do. <laughs> like I, you look like if you I also cropped too. it. I cropped it. So oh. I like can't really wear it to work, but it's actually super cute it's like an oversized crop hoodie now wow yeah it's really cute that's really cool yeah i like it i'll show it to you one time i would love to see it um but he just came he just had this new thing and he he was selling them at work so i bought one for me and coda so krista has just pulled out what looks like um, a little mini deodorant or something a mini deodorant or the kind of like uv protection stick that you would put over a tattoo if you have a new tattoo before you go in the sun it looks like a mini one of those yes it does and so it's it's a CBD cooling stick. Cool stick. Okay. Menthol. Like, smell it. Here, smell. Give a smell. <laughs> Pass it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually smells like Burt's Bees. <laughs> oh, it does. Right? Yeah, identical. Speaking so of chapstick. So, it has CBD oil in it. Okay. Like, the Cannabidol. stuff that's in... Yeah. So, you know, it's but not the THC part. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know? Because um, I can't really smoke weed because it makes me way too high and paranoid. But um, I was really curious to try this. And you put it on an ache or a pain. And I put it on my neck and stuff. And it actually feels so good. Does it? It takes it away? Yeah. Wow. So I wanted you to put it on your tricep, on your sore tricep. Yeah, because I have a bit of a sore tricep today. Yeah. I'll put it on my right one. And then at the end of the show, we'll check in Actually, maybe you. my left one, just in case. Do you know? both. Because you know, then I'll have a functional, one functional arm. Actually, yeah. Good good call. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and just a little background. CBD oil, um, generally, it does not contain THC, which makes you high. Yeah. But it still but it is gives a you like product. The body like relaxation and kind of like can help with like muscle tenderness and stuff like that. Well, it's good for a which lot would make sense, right? Different things. Yeah. Like if you just Google it, its uses are phenomenal, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's literally a miracle plant. Yeah. Uh, what well, it can do. Oil, so put it right on there. Yeah. Did you get it right nice and on? I did. Is it nice and on? How yeah. does it feel? Good. Um, Cooling. 
right? It does feel cooling. Yeah, it's nice, it feels nice. It? Like I just put peppermint oil. Do you want to put some on your neck? It feels really sure, nice. Sure, put some sure, on your sure. neck. Put it on your neck. There I'll you go. The get it. Yeah. Get it. Like, get, get, it. get it. Get it. And then it I tell you guys, like, hey, 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 it's not really that. <laughs> um, yeah, you're going to be high as right. balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> lied. I lied. Um, but yeah, I've been using it for a few days now. And also Koda, who's a server, um, uses it as well because he's on his feet all day. And we both love it. Is it? I can actually feel it already. Right? Yeah, I can feel that it's actually taken away some soreness. Yeah, it's already. awesome. That was fast. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. It actually works great. It actually does work. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, if so you, what's it called? It's So it's called Pure Bud um, CBD Cool Stick. And it's you can go to his Instagram and check it out. It's at Bain Store, B-A-I-N Store. And you can also check out all of his cool shit. He has these really cool leggings, hoodies, like sweaters and stuff like that. It's just... Cool shit and good designs. <laughs> That's awesome. Good prices? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good prices. And he ships fast too. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what do you pay for a little stick like that? Um, this little stick was fifteen dollars. Okay. Yeah. And how long will it last, do you think? I mean, I would say quite a while. Like it's actually really full. And it has like the ingredients in it are literally just C B D coconut oil menthol peppermint and essential oil so it's like super natural no nothing like weird in it or anything yeah no yeah. it feels really nice doesn't it and it's actually nice like even if you don't have a, a pain but just like it just yeah. everybody is tense somewhere all exactly. the time and like usually yeah. my shoulders and like neck area are so yeah. especially after studying or doing something totally. i can see how this would be nice even just yeah. doing it at the same time right right exactly. yeah instead of like throwing the hot bag in the microwave yeah. and yeah. And it's just, you could take it on the go. Yeah, you can. Actually, that would be a okay, great little uh, you st- in your student hand- handbag thing. Yeah. Yeah. With CBD oil, though, um, it is scheduled as a drug. And so right. there are some serious consequences to getting caught with it, trying to cross a border. Just mm, any kind of marijuana US. product, cannabis product, just don't cross the border. Even yeah. though it might be legal here and in Washington, um, just you're not allowed to cross an international border with it, period. So just don't. Good tip. Kind of product. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Because yeah, because oh, well, it's totally like a legal lot of here. People would think it's it's legal now. It's legal in Washington. Why can't I cross the border with it? No, yeah, you yeah. will get into criminal trouble. God, that would suck. Never eh? be able to pass again. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, even careful with like a CBD oil stick like that too. Yeah. Because it would classify. Totally. Unfortunately, but use it away. Use it. Use it to your heart's content here in mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah, no, it's nice. So slather yourself right up in it. Right? Mm-hmm. I wish. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, speaking of getting slathered up in things, oh. I got slathered up in a few statistics. Oh, today. okay. You, yeah. you do love your stats. I was lost in the midst of my fake sponsor today, yes. which is our podcast hosting platform, Blueberry, dot com, which is where we put up all of our episodes yes. and that's where our RSS feed comes from. That's right. Things like iTunes and Spotify and Google Play to be able to pull the episodes from. So they have a really good um, statistical tracking feature that we've talked about on the show before. And I was really pleased to see that we're now downloaded in two new states already. Yeah. So the grand total, we are downloaded in 10 states in total. Okay. So I'll give the list of them after. But the two brand new states that are on the list, I pulled up a few little fun facts about. Oh, we love to do fun facts. Yeah. So I wanted to quiz you and Jake and (laughs) see if you guys could guess the two new states. So I'll, I'll give three facts about the state. And you each get a guess. Okay. And I'll keep score over here. Are you ready? Okay. And it's it's my birthday. So I'm going to keep score however I want based on answer creativity. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Favoritism, whatever works, right? Favoritism. I'll weigh in how I want to, you guys. Who do you think would be the favorite? Do you think you would win over me? 
No. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a cute, actually really cute response. You would. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, like, Aww. holding his arm. I'm, like, you would win. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I would expect I don't expect. It. Uh, yeah. I would expect nothing well, less. It, it depends on what, though. As a Libra, I'm fair, right? Exactly. That's true. I would You've have hurt to my feelings here, What Aquarius is... Yeah. But if I did tell him that, he would be distressed. Um, if I told him my feelings were hurt. Yeah, I would be. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to <laughs> Then the I would have to deal down. with it. I'd have yeah, to exactly. shut the podcast down. So, okay. so let's first, get into our facts. State number one. Brand new back chat listening state number one. Okay. The bola tie is the official state neckwear of this state. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the bola tie for those like of you who don't know. Um, yeah. See, bolo, I don't know who. <laughs> I, was I like, don't know what states that you are in right now. Like I know a couple. So I think for me, it's a, I don't want to re-guess a state that might already be down. Oh, that's you know? okay. This is all just basically treat it like brand new info. Yeah. Can I guess? Know. Already? Um, or no, you want to so give it facts? There are okay. three facts. Okay. okay. So right. the bolo tie is the official state neckwear. neckwear. You know how um, I love bolos. The London, the original London bridge was stripped stone by stone and rebuilt in this state hmm. interesting i didn't even know that happened at all hmm. but it's in the state okay. third fact um this state has the most land allocated to indigenous people out of any state oh interesting your, your wow three fun facts about one of our new listening states i hope this is a credible resource that you're it getting is. these facts from <laughs> it is yes says the pre-med student which we'll get to in a little bit yes okay so what's your guesses guys okay i, I- mean if, when you say the bolo tie, I would say Texas, but I mean that's very okay. So that's your guess. Some yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, is it Colorado? No, you're oh. both wrong. Yeah, so what I don't even it? have to worry about who wins here. Arizona. Arizona. Arizona, you guys. Right. Yeah. Wow. Another fun fact about Arizona: turquoise is the official state gem. Cute. <gasps> yeah, I like that color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I me felt too. like that would have given it away though. No, wouldn't have no. For sure. oh, okay. It w- uh, yeah. I honestly had no idea. I just was like, huh? Yeah. So shout Bolo, out to Ar- Colo, shout out to Arizona. You know, our peeps in Phoenix. Love um, there it. we go. Yeah, keeping it real That's with great. the back Time to we visit soon. Very yeah, cool. we might have to do an episode out of Phoenix now. That'll be fun. Right? Why not? <laughs> You're all like, that'll be great. Sure. You can be our road manager. Yeah, exactly. Tour manager alert. Right? I'm all about okay, it. Okay, so second state, you guys. Kay. Okay. Brand new state to listen. This is actually quite exciting as well. Um, this state, first of three facts, has the most ghost towns out of any state in the U.S. Oh. Second fact. Do you think you know? It kind of. It has the like first you you know. city to have one-way streets in the U.S. Oh. Okay. Third okay. fact, it has the deepest lake in the u.s oh all right so these are three facts about the state what are your guesses jake we'll start with you well the first thing that came to mind is louisiana but i feel like you already have a listener there or okay. this is already on your list but that's my guess louisiana okay um that's a good guess because like ghost town you think spooky louisiana you kind know? of probably yeah but i don't know if there's lakes i don't oh my god okay and what's your guess krista this is like where it I don't know states from cities. Yeah. I'm very bad with geography. Especially when it comes to states Especially for me when too. it comes to the states. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Michigan? No. Is Michigan a place? Um, Michigan is... <laughs> a state? <laughs> is it a state? That's the state, right? And yes. then Detroit is in Michigan? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is okay. It, is it Illinois? <laughs> it is not Illinois because that, that's been on... Um, they've been oh, a listener right. for a while now. Okay, fine. Can, right. can, no. Okay, no, no, no. Don't tell us. Is it Chicago? Can you Can you give us like... Is it central U.S., east, it's west? Coastal. It's coastal U.S. Coastal so US. I think There's it's going to be like Massachusetts. Okay, um, it's not east coast U.S. <laughs> it's west coast U.S. Yeah. 
Um, oh, Oregon? Capital. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Oregon. Okay, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure you have California yeah, listeners. <laughs> so I, I gave way more hints than I should have there, so neither of you get a point for that either. But so, that's okay. So I, get, I still have the satisfaction yeah, of guessing. I win. <laughs> Because it's my birthday. Wow. Okay. But yeah, all right, so Brian. I just want to give can, a, like, a big shout out to all 10 states. So in order of least listened to to most listened to, we have Tennessee, Oregon, New Jersey, Arizona, New York, Massachusetts, Ohio, Colorado, and California. Love it. Yeah. There we go. It's pretty fun. And then a shout out to our Canadian provinces as well. Um, Christy, <laughs> you're going to love hearing this. We now have Nova Scotia downloads. Wow. Oh, nice. We've been waiting on that for a while. We have been waiting on that. Yeah. And then shout outs to Manitoba, Quebec, Saskatchewan, Ontario. Ontario, Alberta, and number one, British Columbia. Obvi. Okay, mm. so Canada is leveling up on the. They the are. So what? So Good. what provinces are we need? Um, I, I feel like I feel like your translator now. I'm like, what well, Chris is asking me. <laughs> it's true. I'm just like inter- interpreting it. I can't help it. There's aliens in my head all the time. Yeah. Hey, it's fine. Um, yeah, we need my, like, my it gets jarbled. Newfoundland. Okay. Nunavut. Yes. Yukon. Okay, we need the territories, all the territories. New Brunswick? Yeah. Um, and New well, Brunswick, yeah. New yeah. Brunswick, yeah. 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 <laughs> Why are you so, like, so disappointed? Like, yeah, New Brunswick. Oh, yeah. And New Brunswick. Oh, man. Oh, well, that's, man. Okay, well, you know good what? start. Yeah, it's just they're home to Fredericton. You know what you did. <laughs> just Do you me, have actually. beef with Fredericton? No, I've never even been to Fredericton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now that we've got our fake sponsors out of the way yes I think they were informative all around yes loved every second of them me too I think they were yeah they were really good this week yes moving on to things that are also good Jake here yes is a pre-med school student yes he has been studying his ass off right there is a lot to do he wants to enter a profession that you know inherently helps people right is yes. what he wants to do full-time with his life after when he's done and I yes. think it's pretty cool um I've what got do to... you want to do Jake Oh gosh, that's a loaded question. Uh, long story short, would be to become a doctor right. in some sort of specialized field. Do you have like For an me, idea of what kind of specialty you'd like to do? Not yet. I have a lot of interests. Yeah. But I think the determination of whatever field you go into really comes from getting into med school and right. doing rotations, right? Which would and make getting sense. in and seeing it hands on. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate enough to go and do rotations in China actually last summer. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. So I did kind of get an upper hand on kind of being placed in uh, different wards, watch surgeries and, and, yeah, you know, contact with doctors and nurses and patients and just see how things kind of work from the inside because you don't really see a lot of that when you're in school. Right. So I think the best thing I can do now is just keep my options open yeah keep everything open don't close any doors because there's a lot of things that you know have happened over the past four years that you initially had an idea of you know like bad thoughts i i don't want to do that i'm not interested in doing this and then when you actually are forced or like you have to do it because you have to do a project or you have to do yeah you have to meet this person and they're talking about you know something else and then yeah you come across these things and you're like, oh, wow, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Or like, oh, it turns you out know? that ac- actually really interests me. Yeah. So I think that's one of the biggest skills general, you can right? learn yeah. is to, yeah, I think growing up, you unconsciously get these yeah. um, ideas and uh, opinions just placed inside, you know, your, your head with yeah. just maybe how your parents are or who your friend group was. But 
by the time you, you know, become a young adult and are putting yourself, you know, in new situations, you learn that what you maybe thought to be true isn't, it doesn't hold any, you know, weight. Yes. And yes. now you can kind of be a bit more excited because you're like, wow, well, what else was I thinking that was completely, wrong. you know, wrong? And <laughs> or how... like just untrue. Yeah. Not wrong, but untrue exactly. for you. Yeah. Exactly. And, and maybe some things will be solidified and you'd be like, okay, for sure, I understand that that's not for me. But right. with a lot of other things, I find that it's just eye-opening yes. to, to put yourself in new situations and to... Yeah. And I, and that's actually something we talk about a lot on the show is All like the time. these ideas that we have. I mean, in different contexts, like right now we're talking about like, you know, keeping options open for what my specialization might be. But we also talk about that on the show all the time with like just these preconceived notions that we kind of go around in life with that where when we come to actually look at them, we're like, yeah, like uh, why do I think really this? Exactly. Yeah, it's like who told me this one time, yeah. and why did it have such an impact on me? Right? Yeah. Right? Like, exactly. yeah, nail on the head. Yeah, exactly. Totally. That. Yeah, dogma yeah. is not a great thing to yes. to live your life by. Right? That's you right. need to explore things for yourself, and you need yes. to understand what your true yeah beliefs are and and exactly. why you believe them. So I think and this has been you, just a fun journey, right? And that's yeah. how you're really gonna feel fulfilled. I uh-huh. think when you when you're not listening to what maybe your culture or your parents or your friends or even like your inner demons, like your inner insecurities are saying, but you actually follow, find your truth and find what you want to do and what you're interested in. That's where you're going to succeed the most. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very exciting. It is. Question for you. Yep. Have you, there is an exam, (laughs) right? There yes. is an exam. There's gonna, many exams. I'm going to jump in quick. So it's called called the MCAT. And this is actually um, my next question to ask him because so many people that are going to med school, like they have to write this MCAT exam. Right. So you hear MCAT, MCAT, you hear it mentioned here, there, like it, you no idea enough, what it if is. you're not in that industry or know somebody who is, you're thinking in your head, like I'm, I think of a black cat with an M on it, you know, it's like, this right. is MCAT. Yeah. But actually like, um, I wanted to ask Stuart what MCAT stands for. Oh, actually, and yeah, I have no and, idea. And what its purpose is. Why do, why do we hear MCAT so much? What is it? What does it stand for? Why do you do it? It is a very daunting test, and it stands for the Medical College Admissions Test. Okay. So this is similar to, I'm sure you've held, heard of the LSAT. Yes. You know, same thing that lawyers have to go through to right. have as their admissions for school. The MCAT is one piece of a very extensive puzzle that you need for your just application requirements when you're okay. planning on going to med school. In, right. um, I would say, I mean, for sure Canada and the U.S., uh, but I'm quite comfortable to say that most places elsewhere, like if you were to, you know, apply in Europe anywhere or, um, long story short, if the school doesn't require the MCAT, you probably don't want to go there. Probably don't want to go there just because of how the medical system is like set up throughout right. our, our culture. And like, you're not going to be able to get you, a job after you have to be accredited right. and it's such an important um, discipline to go into yeah. and it's so strict with how they ethics. have exactly yeah. yes morality and ethics and the standardization of you know taking the MCAT is pretty much taking this eight hour test oh my god which eight is our test isn't that crazy that's insane. which is not fun uh and people study you know years for it right and I mean you could argue you know that your whole undergrad degree your four years like that you would be indirectly studying for your MCAT because right. it is all very uh, fundamental like knowledge. Of, yeah, yeah, so if you do well in that, you know, the um, 
ancillary, you know, studying for the MCAT isn't awful, but everybody has weak spots, right? Yeah, and of it's, course. it can be very challenging to overcome uh, those classes in your undergrad that yes. you weren't so great in. Right. Um, you know, I, I haven't come across many people that have been, you know, wizards in chemistry, physics, biochemistry, chemistry, organic chemistry, yeah. um, and, you know, general bio, all of those classes. I mean, like, oh, it's no problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could probably name, like, one person. Right. But, but I know many genius, people. Who likes that genius? Exactly, yeah. They're no, no fun. Yeah. So for me, <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest struggle with going through this is... Right. Um, studying in the areas that you don't want right. to study in like, right it's yeah. like, because oh i want to study all the things i already know because it's like yeah because it makes bitch, you feel you know, good and <laughs> yeah yeah and and obviously like that's just the way we're built we don't want right. to emphasize areas where we're weak yes but i think it's important this test this yeah and yeah. a lot of people will look at the test and just say well why do you have to take this test right like it's just a test why like it means nothing but i from doing it there were so many different angles to the development of this test that I didn't really understand. So right. self-discipline right. is a huge one. Yes. Um, you know, concentration, making mm-hmm. sure that you can understand topics that can be abstract right. and then correlate them to uh, more specific problems that they ask you. Right. That's a skill in itself, right? You yes, need to absolutely. kind of pull pieces from all of these different disciplines into developing an answer for a question. Yeah. Um, that, you know, is not easy to do. Right. Uh, depending, obviously, on the question. So that was, you know, a skill that needs to be developed. Um, and I think the test itself, too, dedication is yeah. one thing that it's really like, do kind you really of... really want to do this? Yeah. Because this is... It's a big... It's a big hurdle. It yeah. is, right? And I think it is a good... <laughs> Good as, you know, I'll use quotes. It's a good kind of maybe sifter to right. say, if doing this was easy, everybody would do it, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean... Of course. Yeah, who's serious, who's not? Yeah, yeah actually totally. Wants to take this and as much as I'm the kind of person that truly believes that your grades and your academic, like, status, so to say, like your GPA yeah. is not the be-all, end-all. Yeah. I know it's important, very important, but I feel like so many people emphasize... A pluses and yes. 4.0s or yeah. whatever scale you're on, 4.3s you know, or whatever. But for me, the test means so much to have prepared yourself for, to write it, and to actually still do well, even if you know you're in, you know, a 500, you know, the 50th percentile. But right. your accomplishments, you have to stop comparing them to other people. Yes. And I feel like when you were you know, in high school, you might have been at the top of your class. Right. And then you transfer to your undergrad and you might be in the middle of your class now. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there's always smarter people. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the biggest challenge... And there's other cha- other challenges that, that can kind of prohibit there you are, from being because, able to get well, those exactly. grades, right? And when you're, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20 till, you know, 22, when you should finish, you know, your undergrad-ish if you go straight out of high school. Yeah. There's so many developmental changes that happen just yes. emotionally. Yes. Like, it's crazy. And you don't, it's not something you can prep for. It's yeah. not mm-hmm. something that, you know, you maybe were thinking of in high school that was going to happen. You would just think it would be business as usual. This is just how it's going to go. Right. But yeah. there are so many, you know, ups and downs that happen. And I think the important thing for me to learn was you need such a strong support group with yes. people in university that aren't your competitors, 
but they're your cheerleaders. And I feel yeah. like the people that I went to school with that were competitors had no friends. Or right. they were friends with each other, which right. were like three of them. And then it's like... And it's like, nobody uh, really liked them because yeah. they were just, you know, show-offy yeah. or it was just and, and there, bad vibes, right? There is and it's an like, aspect of that at, at university. I think it's like, you know, it's yeah. the ivory tower. It's like totally. it, it can become a real bubble. But if you isolate yourself in that, you get sucked into that. And oh, it's... Yeah. yeah. It becomes your whole world. And like, honestly, there are so many other aspects to getting a job. H- having grades is one thing but like having the personality having people actually feel that you care exactly. it's so important especially if you're wanting to go into a profession like doctor exactly you have to yeah. have you have to have right? compassion yes because i think we've all got nightmare stories about medical staff who lack that yes yeah. and yeah it's just yes. you don't want to be a nightmare story no 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 yeah. and you have to understand like you know so many different aspects of of people's struggles or like what might bring them to this place mm-hmm. or like how you know there are so many like socioeconomic um like social cultural structural um things that can that play a part in the medical assumption it's not mm-hmm. just biology no, no. Exactly. and that's i think something that diversity a lot is of strength people, yes yeah yeah, yeah you can't have too much of one thing right yes. and i was fortunate enough to have you know a solid group of of people throughout university that some were pre-med and yes. some were you know into education and other things and i right. think that was really helpful too because it opened my eyes up to Variety. other disciplines yeah. in university and i'm like wow do you know tell me more about what you're doing right now because yeah. sometimes you know science students have maybe a notorious attitude of being like we're the best in the school Superior. we're the smartest yeah. yeah nobody you know works as hard as we like, do uh, arts <laughs> yeah yep. but i mean you have to give credit where credit's due all the time. And yeah. I appreciate when I see somebody that's working hard and is dedicated to something that they love to do. Yes. You know, there's nothing more no inspiring than seeing somebody. Yeah. Like this one of so my true. really best friends, you know, is aspiring to be a grade two teacher. And to Amazing. see and to see them go through the motions of, you know, developing um, lesson plans and doing all that, it excites me. Yes. It's not something I want to go into, but it's just so encouraging to see their work ethic and yeah. then, you know, kind of yeah. correlate it to my own. And there's absolutely a skill in working with children. Yes. Um, we do not give early childhood educators enough credit. No way. It they do so much so work. Important. Very so important. So important. Yeah, and it's often unsung. Yeah, developmental years. It's just expected. Yeah, yeah right? it's expected. exactly. They're, exactly. Yeah, and they're so underpaid yeah. in a so lot of circumstances. Yeah. We don't value them a no. lot for what they do. Yeah, there's just. And it's so... often women. And yeah. early childhood educators sure. are often women, mm-hmm. and they do not get paid enough. No. And they're literally putting in like laying down the the concrete the foundation yeah, for, for future for the future yeah, yeah yeah and if they're not respected or understood well then you're gonna have a very yeah rocky foundation yes right? exactly mm-hmm. right love this conversation yeah, yeah. Yeah, this no, is so great it's, it's a it's yeah yeah the, the biggest thing i can say is that the learning curve behind all of you know education itself is yeah. just for me, it was such an important kind of life discovery. I and love I didn't that. realize I would get as much out of it as I did. I love so, that. Yeah. That's so cool. good. And I mean, it's really good. Now, I, I've taken the MCAT once and okay. I am planning on doing it. I was going to ask. I was like, so I have was, you taken this eight hour test? This crazy eight hour yeah. test. Yeah. So, and I'm planning on doing it again. Okay. Uh, the first time doing it, it was fine. It was a great experience to write it, uh, you know, firsthand, right. do it, kind of start studying from start to finish. And, just going in with no expectations. Yeah. I mean, yes, you have a limit on how many times you can write it. Right. And the 
How many um, times can you write it? You can write it six times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's no more than twice a year. Okay. Wow. Or something. Yeah, so it's crazy to think about. Like if you wrote it six times, that's forty-eight hours of exam writing just for that. Is it? Yeah, it's crazy Holy shit, to think that's about. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it, it's, it's it it can be daunting, right? Because yeah. it's like you you. I know a lot of people that are like, they're smart people, but they get, like myself too, I get test anxiety. And it's yeah. like, yes, I I yeah. don't want to have that, you know, interfere with the knowledge that I actually know. And yeah, totally. sometimes it's obviously tests. I, I don't know how you're supposed to fix how educators are supposed to examine the knowledge of their students, but I feel like tests can be so unfair it, yeah, and it's very not yeah. a representative kind of yeah. understanding of what you do know. Yeah. And for me, that was the hardest part of university yes. was learning how to write tests, yes. not understanding the knowledge, yeah. but actually getting a holistic view of um, what the professor wanted. Oh, I right? know. It's the worst. It's and I the found worst. I found that there were so many inconsistencies with marking because yeah. obviously you're going to compare your your marks with your friends and, yes. and see like, well, yeah. what did you write for this long answer? Because the upper level classes you get to, it's not multiple choice anymore. It's yeah. like paged answers. So yeah. you write, right? And we'd compare and it'd be like, well, we wrote the same thing, but why'd you get one and a half marks more? Yeah. You know? And then yeah. like, in, yeah. in the, totally. the worst. And in the large scheme of things, like that's a huge difference because sometimes the tests Definitely. were only out of like 40 marks. So right. when you're taking one or 2% away, like that's different letter grades sometimes, yeah. right? Like, oh, hundred percent. Even a, you know, B plus to an A minus that's, and, and especially huge. for people who care. I mean, I care about my, my GPA, but like people who are like, oh my God, I'm not going to have a, like a, you know, 3.8 yeah. or a 3.9 anymore. It's devastating. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, that I just, there needs to be some improvement with that. And I mean, the MCAT is no better because they really need to standardize the test to make sure it's fair. Right. So it right. is all multiple choice. Okay. Um, but it's just, it, wow. All almost, multiple cho- it's choice, almost eight hours. Unrealistic. Yeah. With the expectation that, you know, you're supposed to go into this test and like, you obviously give it your all, but there's, it's just almost too much. Right. To expect your, your students to do this. And yeah. I mean, they're, it, it, I mean, it feels, seems like almost a part of this test is just like, kind of like a joke. A little bit, right? A little yeah, bit. Yeah, like it's almost like old, how... Excessive, extravagant joke. How yeah. insane yeah. are you to like no? write this? It is. It's not cheap. Oh, yeah. they make huge money off of, you know, preparatory you kind of work. Like, like $2,000 right? you can pay or more for wow. just the books and oh for online resources, for practice yeah. tests, for um, like videos of professors explaining different things. And the test itself is like $400. Yeah, that's just to write the test, right? Incredibly expensive. An exam, yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's it's an industry. MCAT industry. Yeah. And then you think about all the time that goes into doing it, too. You can't just walk into it blindly. There's so much time and planning, and, you know, your own time is a huge resource as well that you need to consider. Yeah. Other than the cost of this. And it's like if you're working full time, like you have to have such dedication to make sure that you can be awake. Because anybody can just read words on a paper, but it is so much more than just flipping through your textbook. You have to like... Do you get a break? uh, um, You get two... Oh my God. How many was it? Um, There's four sections. So you get get three breaks. You get three breaks. And like three breaks to like what? Go sit and be like... (laughs) Yeah. Not talk to anybody. Kind of take an energy shot if you need to. That's what I did. Yeah. Um, And yeah, go to the washroom and go back and 
face the next section and go for it you know oh my god yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i think the underlining i mean the underlining key and maybe thought that the mcat gives is whoever can kind of put their best forward to study this material and to do well yeah i think you know obviously that's just like a a first indicator of the applicant when your um, reviewers at the university are looking, right? right like right. in in a short kind of glimpse and literally one number that yeah. you have to submit to the university. Yeah. Those. It's like this is literally the application hours, committee days. Yeah. Work. Months, months. Right. Yeah. And and the application committee can like quickly determine like okay you were in the you know eighty five. 85th percentile or the 50th percentile or whatever right yeah. like it, it, it just separates the group of you know people that are applying so uh, definely right. but it's just unfortunate if you have such a strong resume but then for the mcat you just can't get that can't you know quali- qualifying it. number yeah and so there's a like, lot of boundaries yeah a there's lot a lot of, of walls that you can hit yeah yeah so i think the biggest thing is just Seeing who gives up. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, exactly. Like you said earlier, it's like a big sieve, you know? Yeah. Throw everybody through that, see who sticks in, who doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and yeah, it's just, it's been impressive. It's been a tremendous amount of work that he's put into even writing it the first time and prepping around for the second time. It's just like, it's phenomenal as a partner of somebody doing that to just watch the dedication that's yes. involved. And it makes you feel a little bit better about the processes that are in place in the medical community to, right. to enter on It's those not levels, willy-nilly, right? Cute. Do yeah. you what do you have another date set for when you want to write it next? Or? Um I was looking, so the twenty nineteen ones were just released. So there's two in January, which now I'm like, oh my God, it's October. I'm like, yeah, maybe like, I shouldn't write it that early. But yeah. I think the biggest key too, if you know people are out there listening and, and thinking about studying for it, yeah. The best thing that you can give yourself is like a time limit right right like a deadline. so for me for the first yeah. time i booked my exam uh i think i booked it at the like this time last year but for april okay so yeah, april yeah. this year i wrote it so i gave myself you know half a year to, to like study. to study and like this is my time limit because i watched a thing recently on youtube about procrastination yes and how we all have this kind of like worry monster inside of us yes but for students, and I can speak from experience, that worry monster doesn't really get, you know, woken up until you're like panicking and you're like, yes. oh my God, this deadline is coming up. I need to like hustle my ass and study. Yeah. Whereas if you don't plan a date, you can kid yourself and say, well, I don't really have anything coming up. You know, I'll study tomorrow. Yeah. You right. know, I don't need to study tonight like, or I something like that. Yeah. So exactly. So I think the best thing that you can do is like, understand time limits and say okay i'm gonna book a a date for march yeah and this is just the schedule that i have to follow yeah in order to achieve that goal at the end right yes and when you know and when you've paid four hundred dollars for it yes it's like an investment yeah and it's like you're all in right you need to make sure that yeah love it and for me that's that was my motivation and also in the back of my head i'm like i'm not going to stress myself out about this because yeah. you can write it more than once yeah and many people do yes. i know many, pretty much I'm everybody sure. i know has written it at least two times yeah um 
So for me, I'm like, you know what? First time around, be perfect. Second time around, hopefully I'll do much better. Yes. But I'll be more comfortable going into it. Yes, because now I and especially if you're someone who has test anxiety, exactly, right? Like it's just going to give you that little bit of an edge to be like, I'm going to try to just relax and exactly do the test. Yeah, Yeah. next time maybe I'll bring an extra shirt to change into on my lunch break. (laughs) A little sweaty. I was I dropped him off for the first one, and I got photos of him walking down the sidewalk, like going into the door for his first M cat thing. Yeah, that'll be photo gold in the future to like frame for something. One hundred percent. Something. You're getting side eye here. (laughs) Well. I mean, yeah, I think like all of the things that you've touched on, I, I think are so important. These are things that we talk about often on the show. It's like, what are the strategies that you're going to use to yeah. like put a fire under your ass to like mm-hmm. make sure that you're being true to yourself and also like being aware of the world that we live in. Exactly. And like, I feel like you've touched on all of those elements, which I absolutely love. Yeah, that was really well done. And thanks for just explaining to our listeners like, yes, what I had no idea. Is. Yeah, because you hear that term all the time. And I think that, you know, if you're around people who also are familiar with it, you just kind of lose track of the fact that, you know, a lot of people don't even know what the, that exists yeah. as an acronym. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I didn't know anything about it. I have no interest in becoming a doctor, but it was, it's like re- still really interesting to know like what are the procedures in place you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah love it so thanks jake yeah no thank you problem. so much for telling us all about that um i have a quiz so i know you get test anxiety <laughs> oh yeah it's like my mic is getting shut off now yeah <laughs> however this will be more of a fun quiz okay um this is a quiz for brian's birthday now is there such a thing as a fun quiz for you though um <laughs> <laughs> maybe this one will be the first one okay well, yeah there's yeah. a first time for everything first. well okay. i'm involved with it right that's, yeah. true. It's that's be. true and i don't know the answers to some of these questions so there's no scale on which you are being graded um but more just for fun okay so uh this is the brian quiz and since it's Brian's birthday, I've written some fun questions. And oh, I wow. think that um, Brian will get a kick out of some of these, Okay, too. I hope so. I've never seen any of these. Some of these I know them. the answer to, but a lot of them I don't, and I'm just curious. Okay. So... I'm, I think am I'm I supposed nervous. to answer these first? Yeah, you yeah. answer these. Okay. okay. Yeah. You answer these, and Brian will confirm. Okay, I'll sit over sure. here. Yeah, I'll be my own judge panel. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. You're the scorekeeper. Yeah, call me yeah. Judy. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll start off uh, with an easy one. What's Brian's favorite color? uh uh, blue it's a toss-up between blue and green so i would accept that as a valid answer perfect okay Okay. i've got one point one point jot that down on my little score jot that down jot that down what is brian's favorite food or treat it could be a food or a treat. oh his treat are swedish berries really that's true that's true do you know his food his favorite food um whatever you're getting uh, yeah. <laughs> I think honestly anything that has protein. Anything so if that that's steak to fish to chicken. Um okay, so you got the treat you nailed the treat out of the ballpark. My favorite food is cold Hawaiian pizza. Oh. Yeah. I Wouldn't actually thought that I was thinking that that might might be at well look at me. Mm. Looks like one point for me. A K column on the old Although I didn't technically <laughs> guess, I just like said that I thought that so oh that's true that's true so oh, and then this point. is a fun one because so some of these questions are not actually things that Brian has a say in it's just your personal opinion oh, oh perfect okay. I so, can do this curveball yeah if Brian were an animal what animal would Brian be oh 
Definitely a raccoon. A raccoon. <laughs> oh why, yeah. Why raccoon? Well, he loves them. A. They're so very cute. much obsessed. And yeah, they're just they're very. Um, what's the word? Explorative, and yes. they can get into trouble. Yes. And I like the little mask that they're forced yes. to wear. And their little hands. Yeah. yeah. And how they like stand on their little back legs. And I, know. But they, I don't like that they eat garbage, but we all eat a little garbage well, once they, in a while. They find the treasures in the trash. There how about you go. That? So I've definitely got, a I've raccoon. I've two raccoons outside that I've named Rodney and Rachel. Oh, cute. That I like to sneak little food scraps to. Nice. But Rodney's gotten quite large, and he actually chased a girl down the sidewalk the other night in heels. Oh no, my god! Rodney yes. wasn't wearing heels. The girl was the wearing girl heels. Was... Yeah, like, he was like talented. Ah! Oh my god! And, yeah, he had chased her. That is so funny. So gotta yeah. gotta lay off the food a little for him. I yeah. Think. Well, Brian yeah, doesn't chase girls in scary. heels, but yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. I gave that up a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> when I rolled my ankle. Yeah, yeah. Don't you know? We gotta safety first. Mm-hmm. Now, what is Brian's best quality? Uh, his expressive quality for. I would say, I, I mean, feelings in general, but just with everything. I mean, he's just good at, like, telling you anything, how he feels, just yes. telling stories. Yes. Uh, yeah, making things just clear, even yes. if you weren't there. Yes. You know? Yeah. I can always Aww. understand and picture things very detailed. Yeah. And so that's not something I can do. Like, I'm not right. very... Um... Well, you're an Aquarius. Can't <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just... I, I'm not the greatest speaker in the world, so for me... I always admire somebody who can, yeah, tell a story with, yeah. you know, details or, or words that I would never choose to say or right. something like that, mm. right? So I would have to agree with you there. Aww. I think that that is one of Brian's best mm-hmm. qualities. Thanks, guys. Yes. That was really nice. Now let's throw a curveball here. Oh, what okay. Trait, what trait does Brian need to work on the most? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. We got a long car ride together. You look this. like you've got an answer. He oh, does. I don't I know. Like he does. I, yeah. No way. No? Oh. I want, can I answer this for you? Sure. I'm following the rules a little more. Oh, because, yeah. Like, he actually told me that I had a character flaw. Oh, that's right. When I wanted to park somewhere that there was a no parking sign. Although, you know what? I suppose. I'm, I'm just a sucker for <laughs> feeling bad about, like, breaking, you know, quote, breaking the law. Or, like, mm-hmm. if even if it's, yeah. like, somebody in the in the building that said, you know, don't park here and, like, you know, felt on a napkin or something, I'd, yeah. I'd feel bad, oh, right? You know what? I'm the same way. And Brian has given are... me anxiety when he parks. Yeah. One time we were running in I'm like, to get well, a pizza. it's your car, so whatever. Yeah. Like and he literally parked on the like on the side, like right around the corner. It was very clear, like you should not park within a certain amount of meters yeah. from the curb. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it was giving me so much anxiety. Same. It was busy, it was after work, and I was yeah. like, I just had to just ignore it. Yeah. yeah. That was the episode we had Rocky Mountain Pizza. Yes. Um, Don't Touch Me, I'm Alive is the episode title. There you go. Yeah, I feel like Rain Man remembering this right now. I'm very impressed. Yeah, you talked about the living plant wall. And we haven't been back because there's too many kids in there. Yeah. It's like Chuck E. Cheese. That's right. Yeah. So it was like Chuck E. Cheese. Want to have a little recap? Don't Touch Me, I'm Alive. Yeah, it's a goodie. So, what is Brian's biggest fear? Ooh. Biggest fear? Yeah. Um,. No, I guess we'll know if you've ever listened to that episode or not. Yeah. Because I don't talk about it often. No, clearly. I know the answer to this one. So if you don't get it, I'm going to give it. All right. You don't know it? Feeling unwanted. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's valid. That is valid. I think that's a lot of people's biggest. That gets a half point. That That gets a half point. You know what? You get a little half point. I'm just actually just scribbling on the paper. Yeah, I know. I'm like looking at your little schedule. Brian's biggest fear is moose. He's afraid of moose. Meese? 
Meese. Meese, wow. if you will. Yeah, Mooses. my heart's actually pounding a little faster thinking about why I'm scared of them. They're just yeah. terrifying. Oh, I yeah. actually have an irrational Brian is terrified phobia. of a moose. Oh, well, moose. good thing there's none here. Right? Yeah, or so we think. They're pretty sneaky. <laughs> now, are you ready for the next one? If you could change one thing about Brian, what would it be? Brutal questions, eh? Yeah. Brutal. You were hitting hard. I know, I was. I mean, I think that kind of ties hand in hand with the trait that I need to work on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think so. You need to have a bit more um, fear when it comes to breaking the rules. Okay. Oh, okay. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah, cute. Okay, I like that. Okay. Into yeah. it. Yeah. We'll take okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Phew. Now we've got two more questions left. All We're right. going to bring it back around, so no more grilling. Okay. What is your favorite memory with Brian? Favorite memory? Well, okay, there's many. Not to sound cheesy, but like, for me, we've gone on a lot of trips together. Right. And there's always so many memories that are, you know... Always an adventure, isn't it, with Brian? Always. Yeah. So he's so fun. <laughs> there, there always is an adventure, whether I, I want know. it or not. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, adventure sometimes just finds me. Yeah. So many memories. I think I still think my most enjoyable memory, I guess you could say, would be when we did California for five days or however long it was. But I think doing everything from, you know, getting a convertible to um, yeah, driving from LA to San Diego and just enjoying, I don't know, the Californian lifestyle. Yeah. Good company stayed in, you know, random Airbnbs and yeah, yeah, it was, it was was quite fun. I mean, it's a very sunny memory. All of our trips have been like that, but I think, I don't know, LA always stands out in that way. It was a special one. It was. And then we got to go, yeah, we got to go to the Oscars together and we um, got fun. Yeah, Yeah, we did. That was the Kelly and Ryan Oscar show. Oh my God. In the actual theater. It was really neat to see. Wow. That is so fun. That's a good one. One little side fact, when you're sitting in that theater, it's really no bigger than the Queen Elizabeth theater where they do the oscars Mm -hmm. it's actually might even be smaller i think it's smaller yeah because we were just there for the book of mormon yeah the queenie great such a great play yeah it was funny but i actually think that's bigger than the dolby theater i think so too yeah oh there you go i think that is one of my favorite memories one of many well that's good cute that's a really good one that's a yeah that was a good that was because it's one of my favorite memories as well oh cute agrees with me The shade. The shade. Last question. Okay. What is the cutest thing that Brian has ever done for you? Oh, well, this is easy. Actually, it's not because there's many. But the most, one of the more notable things was a few weeks ago when I was, yeah, when I was really sick, um, he drove all the way out from Vancouver to my work in Abbotsford to bring me a bag full of just uh like sick remedies so cute yeah vitamin c tablets some candy um cough syrup and some oregano oil of course brian's yeah. big on oregano oil oh, yeah yes. it works it works it was it so work. that was unexpected because i thought we were just going to meet for a quick coffee because i mean i don't have a long break but right. um it was yeah it was really thoughtful and Aww. it made me feel much better much quicker so yeah that's yeah. very cute i like my jake's healthy Yes. I like a healthy gym. Me too. Yeah. Although Brian is one of those friends, I will say, that will always do like something really nice for you or like he's always someone to bring something or like show up with a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Isn't Brian the best? Celebrating Brian on his birthday. Yeah. It's a celebration of life, but I'm still alive, guys. Yeah. It's still alive. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. a celebration of living. How about it's that? It's a celebration of living. I there like you go. that. See you all. Yeah. See you all. Cool. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Okay, well, you know, speaking of uh, living, celebrating, yeah. and um, things that we haven't done in a while. You Quite know? a while, Quite yeah. A, while. a hot minute, if you will. Might be a... Time for a little... <gasps> it's, it's in, in the, the stars, stars, baby. I had to throw that in that because baby, it has every been time. a minute. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So today on It's in the Stars, I'm going to do... Uh, read from a little book that I picked up okay. uh, on Bowen Island right. a long time ago Ooh. called Love Signs by Jonathan Kainer. I okay. believe it's Kainer. Shout out to Jonathan Kainer. Yeah, shout out to Jonathan Kainer. Love Signs. Yes. Um, the front of that book looks like, I just want to call it, yeah. It has like, I feel like you would see that in Switzerland, that art style. I know, it's you know? cute. Like, yeah. I like the, the style of it. It's a very like retro Swiss. Yes, book it's, cover. it's a little book that I keep. Um, I keep uh, on one of my little bookshelves, kind of like a on the top, you know. Okay, yeah. It's because it's I just like to grab it when people come over and tell them if they're compatible or not. Cute. So uh, <laughs> as we it's know, like, you are not compatible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get out. So we're gonna read the Libra male. He has two little. He has all these different sections, um, and like what they will they will do. And kind of how how they are in relationships. So that's like what this book is about. Okay. So I'm going to read you a little bit from from each sign, Aquarius mm-hmm. and Libra. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you what your compatibility level is. Okay. Okay. Are you prepared? Mm-hmm. I am prepared. Okay. Are you ready, Jake? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there's more in here. So if you want to pick up this book, it's really cute. It's a cute little like coffee table book. You okay. Know? So the Libra male falls into two distinct types. The first is a man of style who can be overbearing and insensitive. The second is a rather bland character who will do anything for a quiet life. Wow. Both these personalities stem from from a difficulty in making snap decisions. The first makes too many, the second too few. They both, however, have expensive tastes and can be a little too concerned with keeping up appearances. They also are both talented and creative in one form or another. This man is looking for a partner to merge with. He is normally courteous and charming, attracting many admirers. Unfortunately, too many of them love his body and not his mind. <laughs> the struggles. My life, the man. struggles. Yeah. Oh, my eyes are up here. Yeah. Like all the air signs, he too requires an intellectual union to bring out his best. And then, you know, so Jonathan Kanner has separated these into the Libra male and the Libra female, but I don't really believe in gender as a construct that way. So I'm going to read you both because I think... Power through those gender constructs. Yeah, exactly. So they possess... This is from the Libra female part now, but I think we all have, you know, a little bit of balance. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So the Libra female... So you, Bri, possesses an acute sensitivity. She is a delicate and gentle soul, but she sticks out for what she knows is right. This sounds more like you. Color and taste are very important to her, and her aesthetic eye is infallible. She also carries out her search for a partner in the same discriminating fashion. It can be very hard to know where you stand with her as a lover. She has a habit of saying maybe, whether she means yes or no. The only way to find out is to sneak a gentle kiss and watch her reaction. We do not agree with that. <laughs> then you'll find out in no uncertain terms. So this book is a little dated, but we're still going to read from it. Fine. Yeah. No, um, I, there was a lot of characteristics in there that I... Yeah, I saw your oh, eyes just a wizen. Like, oh yeah. And you know what? This book looks like belonged to Kath. This oh, belonged to Kath. Kath. Yeah. Wow. Um, I just found a little uh, funny thing in there. So now we're going to read from the Aquarius here. Okay. Mm. Aquarius. This will be fun. Yes. Okay. 
Okay, the Aquarius male has an intellectual arrogance that makes him refuse to listen to advice. <laughs> he may be often right, but his preference for rational rather than instinctive judgments means that in rising above the maze of human emotions, he misses a world of experience. His inherent eccentricity is reflected in his love life. It is never predictable. His love of novelty and experiment means that he will either have many weird and wonderful affairs or one adventurous and very open-minded partner. Hmm. His lovers may feel that even in the most passionate situations, he is only half with them. Hmm. His long-term partner will discover that the aloof individual they first met gradually turns into a caring, spontaneous, and exciting spouse. Ooh. Now let's hear I'm more aloof. about the feminine side. <laughs> All Aquariuses are. Oh, yeah. The Aquarius female is a human dynamo. Buzzing with energy and ideas, she knows what she wants and usually gets it. She dares to be different and pays little attention to the comments and criticisms of others. Even so, she has a winning way which makes her popular. She knows how to play the game of social interaction almost too well. Ooh. She can be surprisingly matter-of-fact about sex, offhand about love, and indifferent to affection. It's all an act. Like a cat. Yes, it's all an act. <laughs> Look, don't touch. She's just terrified of opening floodgates that may not shut at her command. Hmm. She may have many trysts, but till she finds someone who can see right through her superior attitude, she will never have truly had a lover. So how that's, do you feel about those descriptions? Wow. They ended so dramatically. Right? Oh my but god. That's Aquarius for you. Never truly really had a lover. She'll have never I, really had a lover. I agree with many of those things. Right? I agree with all of them. Yeah. yeah. From the male to the female, for both y'all. Yeah. yeah. I like to right? Yeah. yeah. True. Very true. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we don't we don't really play into those those gendered uh experiences, but I thought that both uh kind of accentuated all of us. I Absolutely Don't you think? think so? Yeah. So <clears throat> Libra and Aquarius, you'll discover things you never knew were possible. They'll think it's you. You'll think it's them. And then they've got, <laughs> they've <Okay>. got, <laughs> they've got this nice little, um, uh, thing. So Aquarius and Libra makes you feel like spring is sprung bells to be rung and a wonderful fling to be flung. Oh, wow. That's a nice rhyme. Yeah. What do you think about that, guys? I like guys? wonderful flings to be flung. Yeah. If I'm going to if I'm gonna <laughs> fling a flung, I like it to be a flung fling. That's wonderful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Sounds like um, lots of adventures. Yeah. Lots of uh, intellectual stimulation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, fun times. Lots of that happens. Great yeah. things. Great things. Yeah. Excellent. I see all in all, like, yeah, it's a very good... If you're going to match zodiac signs based on traits yeah. and compatibility, Libra yes. Aquarius are... One of the best. Right. So that was the compatibility. That was portion your compatibility of it? portion. Yeah. Okay. Well, what? that was kind of aloof. You guys got three. You guys got three stars. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, three black hearts out of um, ten. Out of six. <laughs> so you got three black hearts and six red heart or three red hearts. I don't know what that means. Oh. Um, you know, Jonathan. Three and six. I don't I really no know idea. quite what that meant there. Hmm. Oh, each relationship is followed by two symbols. A black heart describes the likelihood of a sexual attraction, and a, um, a red heart is the potential for a happy long-term reunion. The highest score is four. So you guys got three and three. Oh, out of fours. Out of four. So you got three out of four on both scales. Wow. What do you think about that? Um, I'd wow. say that's fairly accurate. 75% each? Not bad. Three out of four? Right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like if they I'll take specific, it. I think it would be higher. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely more than three out of four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's mutual agreement. That's there good. You go. It is my birthday, though. There so. you go. Yeah. It was a nice, that's a nice balanced number for you, Brad. It is. Yeah. yeah. I really do enjoy a good balance. Do you number. appreciate that? Yeah. As a yeah. numerologist, it means a lot to me. Good. Great. <laughs> well, Krista. 
I feel like that was a very successful episode. We learned a lot of stuff. I think so. It was so good to see those stars again for it's in the stars. I know. Yeah. They're just sparkling. If you want to see more about the episode or any episode notes or backtrack related items, you can go to our brand new Instagram account. Yes. Backchat podcast. That's at B-A-K chat podcast. Podcast. That's right. And if you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. And if you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Brihelix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. Do you want to plug your Instagram there, Stuart? Oh, if we- you want to find me, you can. I'm sure I'm tagged somewhere in Brian's. Oh, <laughs> mysterious! There you go. Hop on it. I love it. Oh, I yeah. love it. Got well, to I do your that's, work. That's a wrap on this episode of Batch Yeah. yeah so Thank I'm you. Ryan. I'm Krista. I'm, well, Jake and Stuart. <laughs> and together we're, we're all Batch